Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Going deep on the teams you care about. Sports 1280. New Orleans. First things first. I'm going to say all the words inside my head. I'm fired up and tired of the way that things have been. Welcome back in. Chris Gordy show here on Sports 1280 New Orleans on a Friday. We are into November, and that means we are winding down the high school football season, at least the regular season, getting ready for the playoffs. A lot of seeding to be determined and some teams on the bubble trying to see if they can make it in. And a lot of interesting games this weekend. And to talk about them, we welcome in Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com to preview some of the games. Ken, how are you, sir? Hey, doing fine, Chris. How are you doing? Great to have you on this Friday. I guess before we look ahead, let's look to the games that happened already. Edna Carr with a monster game last night over Warren Easton, beating the heck out of them, 40-6. to Impressive win for Edna Carr as they're gearing up for the postseason. Well, of course, we had it live on our website at CrescentCitySports.com. And, you know, I hate to say I told you so, but I've been saying all year long that Carr's the best and somebody's got to beat them to prove otherwise. And I've had them ranked number one uh, in our – our rankings all year long at uh, CrescentCitySports.com. The sports writers have thought otherwise. They've had them as low as eighth and seventh and most recently as third. But uh, listen, I'm not uh, proclaiming to be the know-it-all in this particular case, but uh, I've seen them play. I know who they are. They're extremely well coached, and there's no doubt to me that they're the best team, uh, and somebody's got to beat them. And, and that was proven last night because Warren Easton's a really good football team, and they got reduced to, to rubble last night. I mean, they couldn't do anything against Carr. So, Again, a very impressive performance by Edna Carr last night, and uh, that will earn them a top-two seed into the Class 4A playoffs. Benton will be a top-two seed unless they lose, which is unlikely against Booker T. Washington. Warren Easton is still going to get a top-four seed, so the question is, on what side of the bracket will they be? On the side of the bracket with Carr or on the side of the bracket with Benton? That remains to be seen. Uh, another one last that wrapped up their season last night. De La Salle, uh, just a magical season for them. Nine and zero on the year, thirty-eight and fourteen to fourteen win over Donaldsonville. Uh, this De La Salle team's really good. Yep, they beat Carr twenty-eight twenty-six. That tells you what you need to know. So they clinched the number one seed in Division Two with that win. No question about that. University High will be a, a strong second, but De La Salle unquestionably is the top seed in that class, and they've earned it about what they've done on the field. Every challenge that was presented to them, they not only handled, but they handled convincingly. The closest game they played other than the car game was 21 points, and that was a win at Riverside, a really good football team. So they've just dominated the opposition this year. They've been terrific, and they do all the things you need to do to win in the postseason. Uh, They run the football like crazy, and they play terrific defense. So that's a great combination, that kind of Football is going to be able to play in any kind of condition, and certainly that will be the case in the playoffs. All right, Ken, so as we look ahead to this weekend, uh, what are some games to watch? Obviously still a lot to be determined uh, around the city. Well, here in the New Orleans area, there's a, there's a few good games. Of course, Lakeshore at Salmon 
would be considered the biggest because this will decide a district championship. Salmon's a one-loss team. Lakeshore is undefeated, going for a first-ever undefeated season. And, you know, look, Salmon's had a rich history, but in recent years, Lakeshore has been able to beat them. Now they have to beat them tonight to win the championship. They both have defeated Franklinton already, so whoever wins this game wins the district outright. In addition to that, again, you're playing for a seed. Lakeshore is going to be a top-five seed. If they win this game, they could be a top-three seed, certainly four. And obviously, the higher you get, the better your chances become at being able to get to the Superdome. As for Salmon, they've just proven their mettle by winning close games all year long. They are tough. They win games in the fourth quarter, and they've done it on a consistent basis. Jerry Leonard's done an excellent job with his team. His son is the quarterback, and Eddie Smith's a really good player going to TCU. I like Lakeshore in this game. I think they're going to win the game and go undefeated. And if they do, as I mentioned, they're going to get a top three or four seed. And then as far as other games are concerned, you know, Landry Walker at Shaw, that's a good football game. Landry Walker's won six in a row. Right now they would be a road team in the playoffs, and that's crazy because they're one of the top three or four teams in the state <laughs> in Class 5A. Chalmette's a good team. Uh, they beat Holy Cross, which is a great win. Uh, they lost by two to John Errett, which proved that they were a very good football team. Also tonight, Covington. Now They're going for an undefeated season, which would be their first since 1988. And they're doing so against their arch-rival Mandeville, who's playing much better. Mandeville beat St. Paul's last week, so this will not be an easy task for the Lions at the Cow Palace, but they've got the opportunity to finish undefeated tonight. So that's another one that clearly is, is worth watching. And, and uh, maybe the other locally would be St. James and St. Charles Catholic. Uh, both of these teams beaten soundly by De La Salle most recently, but both are really good. And they enter this game with 7-2 and two records, and they both are going to be high seeds in the playoffs. St. James, a top-five seed in 3A, and St. Charles Catholic, a top-four seed in Division Two. So, again, uh, these are two very good football teams. Who emerges victorious is going to get the higher seed moving forward. Brother Martin and Jesuit, uh, a really tough season for Jesuit, uh, two and seven. But Brother Martin, uh, they lost four of their first five to start the year, and then they've run out four in a row and a chance to to finish it off, finish six and four, and um, you know still alive. So, uh, what what can we expect out of this one? Well, everybody goes to the playoffs in Division One, so what does it matter, right? Uh, bottom line <laughs> is, it's a rivalry game. Uh, Mark Bonis, the coach of Brother Martin, has done an excellent job. Uh, he does not have the talent he's had in recent years, and yet he's put this team together and kept them together when they were losing. And they've uh, really ripped off uh, this win streak, as you just mentioned. I've done a lot of those games and watched them play, and they have gotten better. And, listen, they're playing for a home game. They win. They're definitely going to be a home team in the first round of the playoffs, so that's very important for them. Jesuit, listen, now they have been competitive. They just haven't been able to put four quarters together. You know, they outplayed Destrahan on the road in the first half last week. Then kicking game mistakes killed them, and they lost that game. So every game they've had a breakdown of some sort, but they've been competitive. So they're kind of a scary team in the sense that, they have the ability, and if they can put four quarters together, they're going to beat somebody good. So Brother Martin's got to be ready to play. Of course, Mark Bonis uh, is a Jesuit grad, the Brother Martin head coach, and Mark Sanji, the Jesuit coach, is a Brother Martin grad. Got it? So <laughs> you, you kind of flip things here in terms of the coaches of the respective schools. So that just adds another little twist to it, and it should be fun. I got a buddy who's on the coaching staff of Shaw, and I really feel for him because they a winless season, and it and it looks like it's going to go that way with uh, John Curtis this weekend. John Curtis undefeated against everybody in the state of Louisiana. Um, this is just going to cap off their season for Curtis, right? Yeah, Curtis will win the game easily, but it's still been a very good week for Archbishop Shaw. The story, of course, on our site at CrescentCitySports.com with the groundbreaking for a football stadium on the campus. Finally, Archbishop Shaw. So. <laughs> Fantastic. 
uh, listen, they've got the green space. Uh, they have that property that nobody else in that league has, and they finally have raised the money to be able to do this, and I think it's just terrific. They plan on opening the stadium next season. They'll be able to play on Friday nights. That coincides with a new head coach in Tommy Connors, and it coincides with the biggest uh, freshman and eighth-grade classes they've had in about 15 years. So the enrollment's up. And, oh, by the way, their ninth-grade team has only lost one game to Rummel's ninth-grade team. So they're very good. And as a result, uh, the things are looking up for Archbishop Shaw, despite the fact that they're going to go winless this season. Seems like that's been a story for so many different di- school districts throughout the years is stadiums and uh, how they can get built. And so finally, uh, good to see that that one broke through for, for Shaw. Uh, last game I want to touch on, Rummel and St. Aug. Rummel looked like a, a world beater early in the year, but as we've touched on, I mean, injuries and everything has hit them. And now uh, a battle between Rummel and St. Aug, two schools that have lost two in a row and looking to, to get a little bit of momentum going into the postseason. Yeah, we'll find out which one might be a team to watch in the playoffs based upon what happens tonight. Uh, both are dangerous. Uh, St. Augustine's really good on defense. Rommel's really good on offense. Something's got to give. <laughs> because on the other side of the ball, Rommel's not very good on defense. And St. Augustine is, is okay on offense, but nothing special. So really it comes down to you know, the immovable force and the immovable object, right? So we'll see what happens. I think turnovers will play a role. The other part of this is you know, who really wants to play? Which one of these schools' players are motivated that they want to continue to forge on and try to make a difference in the playoffs. Because as you look at Division One, it's Evangel, John Curtis, and everybody else. Uh, I don't think anybody else is in the class of those two teams. Uh, you look at the other teams that are up there in the power ratings, from Catholic High to Scotlandville uh, to any of the parochial schools that we just talked about, uh, I don't think anybody else is in the class of those two teams. So uh, we're looking for a third team to emerge in Division One. Maybe it's Catholic High, but maybe it is a team like Rummel, or maybe it is a team like St. Augustine or Brother Martin, so or Holy Cross. Any of those teams could break through and become that team that maybe makes a run and could get as far as the semifinals. So I guess this game will be all about attitude. CrescentCitySports.com is the website. Of course, they have the most comprehensive Louisiana uh, prep high school football uh, scoreboard right there on the website. So bookmark it on your phones, CrescentCitySports.com. Stay up to date all tonight and all through tomorrow on some of the scores from around the area. Uh, Ken, just uh, before we let you go, some quick thoughts. Uh, LSU going to Alabama, a heavy, heavy underdog. I think LSU has a slight chance in this one at all? Well, anytime you show up, you have a chance. So (laughs) you don't dismiss that. I don't think they're going to win the game. And, you know, listen, I think the fact that nobody gives them a chance is a good thing. Uh, they're playing with house money, so to speak. Uh, the expectations are very low, so the bar is raised very low. Anything that exceeds that is going to be looked at as a win, even if they lose. So uh, the goal is obvious, to go 9-3, and three, uh, which would mean winning, you know, three of these last four games. And the other three games are all winnable. This one does not appear to be. If they're going to beat Alabama, the only chances are obvious. They need to win the turnover battle. They need to win big in the kicking game because I don't see any way uh, that LSU's offense is going to be able to sustain much of anything against Alabama. So their kicking game has to come through in a big way and be a big win, and their defense has to hang tough like they did last year. Of course, last year they had, what, four or five NFL players on that defense. So we'll see. Defense is healthier than it's been all season long. I'm intrigued to see just how far they've come. I give Coach Ogeron a lot of credit for keeping that team together, and they've done a nice job, and I still think nine wins are attainable. 
Yeah, I think you make a great point. I think the punting game, field position, will be key because Alabama will get some first downs, but if they keep starting their their drives back behind their own 20, I think that'll be a big key for LSU. Uh, last thing, Ken, uh, Saints, very winnable game against Tampa Bay this weekend, but we know that Tampa Bay team is very dangerous. They can break out at any time with offensive weapons like Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, and, and Jameis Winston. Maybe not having the best season, but... Uh, potential for look you're five and oh and that target just keeps getting bigger bigger and bigger every week uh on this win streak looking to go six in a row uh for the saints uh they got to take care of business though yeah tampa bay's a hungry team that's scary they do have talent as you mentioned they haven't played at that level so you're afraid that they show up and do that in a, in a you know a game within a division where the saints are concerned they just need to show up and play and be even keeled and take care of business because it gets tougher after this at Buffalo will be very tough. Washington at home will be pretty tough. And then at the Rams will be very tough. So then they'll close out with four out of five games in the division. And the other game against the Jets, who aren't as bad as people thought. So got to win this game. You're favored by a touchdown. It's a game you have to take care of business in. I guess the biggest concern for the Saints would be relative health of the offensive line. Andrew Speed has missed time this week. We know Larry Warford's out. And, of course, uh, Teron Armstead still nursing his issues. So, that, to me, is the biggest concern. Elamete did a solid job at guard last week. You hope that continues this week and get those other guys on the field. They're going to need them. He is Ken Trahan, CrescentCitySports.com. Ken, you've been doing it for so long, my friend, and doing it very well. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it, and we'll talk again next week. All right, Chris. Thank you. Thanks a lot. CrescentCitySports.com slash scoreboard is where you can go to catch all the uh, prep scores from the weekend and like i said i got a bookmark right here on my phone friday nights saturday nights i'll pull it up see all right who's winning this game who's winning this one and uh this is the this is the weekend man this is the weekend where we start to figure things out who's going to be the hot team heading into the into the playoffs and uh certainly want to keep up to date with all the scores from around the area they even have the the filter you can click just new orleans to get all the new orleans high school scores right there a quick break we'll come back last segment to go right here on the chris gordy show stay there Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.